All right, welcome to the SWP coming up today. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, I don't know, Yarmer Yager is in the news. Honus Wagner's baseball card sold for $6.6 million. Why? Why would be my first question. We'll tell you why. And the world's going crazy. It's all coming up today on the SWP brought to you by Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans to large F-650s and 750s. Jim K. Ford works with multiple body outfitters, so whether you're in towing, landscaping, or online deliveries, they'll build the right truck and body for your needs. Jim K.'s commercial and fleet team can help you find what you're looking for and get you back on the road. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. The SWP, Ottawa Sports Talk, every weekday. All right, let's get at it. Welcome to the SWP, a show with episodes each and every weekday all about tales of Ottawa sports and whatever. I'm your host, Steve Warren, along with James Jerome. They call him Jungle. He's out in Edmonton. And I wonder, James, can you help me with any of this nonsense? This is kind of what I've been doing for the last three hours leading into the show. Lay it on me, Stevie. Yeah, here you go. Select your desired value to bring up the save and cancel button. The frequency or wavelength for the bi-directional optical channel pairs is now changed. You can repeat the above steps for any other optical channels that require frequency or wavelength changes. Now click on the save button to confirm the changes. Do you want to know about the thin terminal networks too? <laughs> oh, gee, all right. Now we got a show, baby. Oh, boy. Let's take it one step at a time, Stevie. Let's go through that all, uh, and I'll fix you up there for sure. Yeah. For sure. Now I feel your pain, Stevie. Now I feel your <laughs> You know what? Whenever I sort of hear that stuff, there's two there's there's two things, Warnsy, that set me off. Mm-hmm. Okay, that just that just make me cringe, and just make me want to crawl into a hole, and 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 shut out the world. I want to I want to move off the grid. Okay, there's two things. One is when guys are sitting around talking about how well they've done with their investments. Right. Okay? I'm done there. Okay, I want to get. I want to. Wait, you and I did that a little bit. Did I? I I apologize if that came up in our conversation when you were visiting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway. uh, So okay, (laughs) there's that, and the other one is, uh, as soon as someone starts to talk about technical things on computers. Oh, I know. I I I just you know I just want to grab myself by the testicles and squeeze as hard as I can because that's pain. That's that's less pain. Okay, Steve, that would be less pain. Yeah, can I can I make okay? Can I make a bit of judgment here? Can I like chime in on this, like from the perspective of what I think is happening in your brain when somebody talks to you about technology? Because God knows, yeah, we're working Mm -hmm. in a digital format here, and sometimes I need to talk you through things. Yes, not Mm -hmm. not only do I think you're in a state of not comprehending, yes, I think there's a little voice in your head within about five seconds that says, "Jimmy." That's technology talk. Make sure you're not paying attention at all. Shut mm-hmm. off. You're listening right now. I think that's happening as well. It's not just comprehension. 
It's a voice in your head that is so anti-technology. It's so belligerent that they just basically say, oh, don't, don't listen to that. Don't listen to it. Yeah, I've told you this. I told you I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, those those two things. Those two things. Gets, so when, when you were doing that at the start, it's just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to. I know I'm going to shove my face into a campfire. Okay. If we have to do this again, you're probably planning on living for at least another 25 years. I'm guessing, right? It's not going to get any easier for you, James. It's only going in the other direction. Maybe it's time to start swimming a little in the technology waters. Some guys hire a house housekeeper, Mm -hmm. you know, to clean their house. I'm if, if it does get, I'm just going to hire a, a, a computer keeper. Okay, that's all. I, I'm just going to, someone says, this is what you have to do with that. I'm going to say, just send it to me. Okay, don't tell me how to do send it. And I'm going to give it to my computer keeper who comes in every week for 150 bucks. Nice. That's the cost to clean up the joint, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> A computer <When> keeper. <laughs> when you do your uh, your your little skits and stuff, uh, you know, you're doing your uh, MC gigs and stuff. Are you still yeah. doing... Yeah, what's the deal with my VCR? It's blinking 12 o'clock and I don't know what no, to do. No, <laughs> I never did that one. I never did that one. Yeah, I feel you. I feel, I feel you though. Yeah. Uh, I got a gig this week. Oh, Actually, yeah. with the the Edmonton Oil Kings alumni put on a golf tournament. So I'm, 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 a, I'm a little rusty, Stevie. I'm a little rusty. What was the last gig you did? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Certainly, certainly, it's pre-COVID. Uh, yeah, there haven't been no any gigs, gigs to. <laughs> any, yeah. there haven't been any gigs to MC. Yeah, now I'm now I'm loading up. I got a, I got, I got three or three of them, I think, in the next month and a half or something like that. So nice, yeah, nice to have nice. it back. Nice to have sort of live stuff back. Yeah, and uh, I'm lo- I'm loading up on voice work apparently here, and that's what that whole exchange was at the start. In that I have to do that for like three straight hours, just sort of reading information. Uh, learning modules so that I guess people who deal in these technologies will, and I, I, I'm, te- I'm the teacher effectively. So I have to make sense and not fall asleep in the midst of uh, talking anyway. All right. All right. So welcome back to uh, another episode of the SWP, ladies and gentlemen, I am, I'm also spending quite a bit of time looking at what's going on in the world right now. Uh, we are headed for a federal election. I see some people upside down about that because uh, we're not even two years into this four-year term of a minority government that the Trudeau liberals have going and the Trudeau liberals say, now we're going to have an election. Mm. And that cost, by the way, is not a cheap thing. It's like over $600 million to actually pay for an election. But uh, anyway, it's happening. And I see people upside down about it. And then I compare it to what's happening in Afghanistan as we speak. Like they've had basically the Taliban has taken over the country again. Mm -hmm. And that's the first time that's happened since 2001. It was American involvement after 9-11 and such, and the Taliban were basically squashed. And so for the last 20 years, there's been no Taliban, and they just quite easily, I guess, took the took over the country, and Afghans are like just trying to flee the country. And some of the scenes we we're seeing is, uh, you know, the final planes are leaving. They're trying to jump on the plane, and some of them did and fell from like 10,000 feet in the air and and so anything going on with Canada right now and our complaints about the election, oh, my God, I'm glad I'm in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where are you at on that? Uh, you know, a couple of things happened to me, Steve. Uh, certainly what you said about it, that you, you, you wake up and you read that, the atrocities, the, you know, the, the unbelievable 
scene that's happening over there and and it makes you so thankful you know so blessed really you know to to live where we live uh and the other one is this i don't know why this utter and total helpless feeling of of what can you do about it yeah you know what i mean it's just like what 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 can we possibly do about it right and uh for us nothing you know and 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 that really throws me off you know um so i i don't know that that when i when i see that i mean the you know just the the absolute sickening feeling you know when when you're running going what happened there what's going on you know i was starting earlier in the week well, nine eleven, right? That that was the same mode we were all in then. In that, what are we going to do about that? We had to do, if you know, felt like America had to do something. But that's what the last twenty years has been about since two thousand one and the and the World Trade Center and such, um, wiping out the Taliban, trying to get the nation of Afghanistan on their feet, giving women at least rights that are something more than a family cat. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and that's been coming along. But now with the Taliban taking over, there's like the single women in Afghanistan who don't know what they're going to do for groceries. Right. Because they're not allowed out of their houses. Right. 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 That, that, that's the how low level the Taliban treats females. And, uh, and and it's so the last 20 years has all been about trying to, you know, drag Afghanistan out of the Stone Age. And there's been some gains, but now it just feels like the last 20 years has been for naught. And we all know the Taliban's deal. It's not just a, an our way or the highway thing. It's our way or, or you die. Yeah. 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 And is it something you want to, um, you know, the, the, the younger generation are, you know, our kids age, uh, you know, late, late, late teens or, or, you know, or the younger generation, um, you know, is it something you want to, them to turn around? Because some of some of them are different now. They want for nothing, right? Some of the, you know, a lot of the younger generations. It's it's different than when you and I were growing up, mm-hmm. uh, compared to how they grew up right now, and 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 what they're afforded. You know, is just incredible. And and do you turn around and say, let let's look at what's happening there in Afghanistan? You know, uh, I don't want to paint a bad brush paint kids with a bad brush, uh, but some of it makes me look up. And I guess over the week, I traveled over the weekend uh, and, and there was a couple of instances on the airplane where uh, I saw a couple of kids with the headset in and, and the stewardess, the flight attendant was trying to ask them if they wanted something. Right. And they just didn't look up, didn't, you know, look, kind of looked at them, didn't take their headset off. You know, I was like, Jesus, man. Uh, anyway, good parenting um, there. Yeah. Well, or, or, or whatever, you know, parents try their best, I guess, in some of the stuff, but you know, you want, you want the youth to look at what's going on over there, or at mm. least to, you know, with some sort of regard about international affairs and, um, yeah, it's just, I, what, what do you say, Stevie? What do you say about it? It's just, it's just sickening, you know, when that idea of them hanging onto an airplane, I, I thought I was misreading it. You know, I thought it was like, okay, they're ja- trying to jam themselves onto this, you know, the, the loading ramp or the stairs up to the plane or something like that. No, no, literally hanging on to this thing. Just gross, man. Absolutely gross. Yeah, and then there's actual video that I un- unfortunately came across where there's video of you, you actually see this speck 
So they got God. the plane is taking off and there's this speck that falls from it. And uh, we know what that is, unfortunately. And just so seven were seven were killed in the chaos at, uh, at Kabul airport as uh, Afghans desperately try to flee the country. There's also like, you know, there's I think there's interpreters from various countries that are over there. Many of them are caught there and may not be able to get out. And so you just prayers for everybody over there because it's just a bad situation, quite obviously. Um, Difficult to transition from that bad news, but that was certainly the thing that was top of mind for me, along with that federal election. And and certainly you think about the lack of sensibilities over there. And and, uh, we have some lack of sensibilities here in this country. When I think about a tiny little baseball card going for $6.6 million, all the things you can do in the world with $6.6 million and that Honus Wagner baseball card, which is, uh, and there's not many, like there's only 50 that were ever made back then, back in, uh, I think it was the 1920s or something like that. Uh, the Honus Wagner baseball card just sold today for $6.6 million. And that shatters the previous record. And I wondered to myself, like, how did it get this way? Well, it's because of the rarity of the card. The guy's a great player, but he's not Babe Ruth. He's, he's one of the best all-around players of his generation, but you know, not at the top of the, the heap or anything like that. He was never an MVP in Major League Baseball. But the deal was, I guess, that uh, while there were a ton of those baseball cards back in the day, uh, only 50 or 60 got out there of Honus Wagner because he either, because this was a tobacco company that put these cards out, he either was a non-smoker and didn't want kids to be thinking about smoking, well, the other thing was he just didn't get paid. One of the two things nobody's know for, knowing for sure, but he himself was the guy that put a stop to the circulation of this card, but a few did, in fact, get out there. It was actually 1909 to 1911 that the card was uh, put out there, but I still get it. $6.6 $6 million for this card? Like, does Honus Wagner mean anything to you as a baseball fan? Everybody's dead who remembers Honus Wagner. Right, right. Well, I'm just imagining... Uh, see, you're the, I don't know if it's a, who, who bought it. They're anonymous. Uh, previous to that, it sold for five and change, I think something like that. So it's exchanged hands here a couple of times for mm-hmm. five, now six, six, six and change or whatever it is. Uh, you know, let's, let's assume it's a man, Stevie, and you're the wife of that guy. <laughs> okay. And you're saying, uh, what'd you do today? I picked up this beauty right here, honey. What? Yeah, six. How much is that? Six point six mil. You couldn't take up coin collecting, okay? You couldn't. You couldn't go into stamps, all right? Would that have been maybe? Uh, maybe those little spoons, Stevie. You know that you can buy at the airport when you travel around, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you know where where it costs a dollar eighty to hang one of those spoons. Maybe buy the rack for thirty six bucks, Stevie. Huh? Something like that. No, you had to go for the bonus. What's his name? Wagner, whatever the guy is. Okay, bonus Wagner. That's Wagner, him. The bonus. Card. It was Boner okay. Wagner. Boner Wagner card for six and change. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you worry, honey. There's lots of people lining up. No, there isn't. No, it's you and another guy in the last hundred years who've yeah. traded this thing. You know. Well, that's what, to me, I think about the Wayne Gretzky rookie card that I had for many years. Like it meant a lot to me, not just because I knew it was valuable, but because I, I, I mean, his, 
his career was parallel to my childhood. He broke into the NHL when I was like 12 and I watched his entire career come and go. So I was loved having the card, not because not just because it was valuable, but because I appreciated the guy's career. Like so many Canadians did. Sure. Who's out there appreciating, appreciating Honus freaking Wagner's. It, I don't, well, what a waste of money. Like a, yeah, the, the mansion you could get for 6.6 mil, you could buy what? Like 60 of the most elite sports cars Give them out to your friends. Like, just what a waste of money. It's a tiny little, what is that about? Maybe a two by three by two card. I'm just imagining, Stevie, if we say this guy, you play golf with him every week, you know, and you're sitting around having a couple pints after you knocked off 18. And everyone's, you know what? Then, you know, when golf settles down, right? And when you finish your round, you go, and then guys will go, so anyway, Stevie. Uh, you know, how's your family? What are your kids up to? You know, what have you been doing? Right. Right. It's always after the round, right? We don't want to interrupt the round with any sort of personal interest in other people's lives. Okay. You got to wait. And then dudes are, Hey, Bobby, what about you? Well, I picked up this Honus Wagner card for 6.6. I would go like this. Oh yeah. Kenny, how about you? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) What what are you up to? Yeah. I wouldn't, I'd be like, I don't know. Pass the salt. You know, I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, was- and, and, and if the answer, what is the answer? Like, what could the possible answer be? Like, why did you buy that? Yeah. Maybe- what would the answer be? Like, I enjoy having it. You, well, you know what? You know how much enjoyment you can buy for $6.6 million just for a, go to Vegas and make it rain well, and have everybody you want around you. Just what? Yeah. Yeah. So if you did it, I'd say, Steve, you call me. You call me before you make that deal again. Okay. Before you step up and buy some, some, thing that no one gives a shit about <laughs> okay yeah exactly. anyway anyway right, moving on um want to talk about Yarmir Yager here he's still playing pro hockey in the Czech Republic and he's approaching his 50th birthday but I was shocked by the headline that came along with uh this story he feels an obligation to keep playing near age 50 I have no choice I'm like what is this right well, I right. guess the club that he owns and plays for, um, his dad, I think, was involved with or owned it for like 20 years. And he feels like if he doesn't play, no one's coming to the games and the team might fold. So his quote is this, I have a responsibility to the club. Otherwise, I wouldn't fly here and I wouldn't be making a fool of myself. But if I quit, the partners and sponsors would all leave and the club may be done. I have no choice. People don't understand it, but I don't care. Only God will judge me. I expect much more from myself, and I also believe that I have it in me. So he's the majority owner of his hometown team, Cladno. Took it over from his dad in 2011, and he's played for the club since he left the NHL in 2018. And, um, yeah, he says, as long as my father is breathing, I take the club as my responsibility. He held it for 20 years. As a son, I would be embarrassed if I left. That's a little bit too much pressure, I think, for a guy to be putting on himself. No. Well, what it does tell you, uh, it, it's it's a t- totally interesting story. Uh, when when you when you read that headline, you're right, right, and and when you read his comments, you're like, oh my god, this guy is is in a terrible way. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you, we, the the sense you get out of it is, I don't want to play hockey anymore. He even admits to losing a step, like you said, I can't play half as well. I'm making a fool out of myself, but I have to play. Uh, so then you ask yourself, why is he doing this? And I think what it does tell us, Stevie, is how impactful this guy is in his own country, right? Without 
because you, I, I think I've, I have a tendency to think in, in terms of him if he was over here, right at fifty years old, and he and he came out and said, "I've got to keep playing for the Capitals, otherwise, you know, every, all the sponsors leave." Everyone would go, "No, no, you're fine, <laughs> you're fine, man. You can hang it up. Uh, we appreciate it and all that, but but don't worry about sponsors. Don't worry about the owners. It'll it'll all be fine." So I think over there it's a different scene, Stevie. You know, he's got the hero status and all that. However, um, it, it, it's kind of like, well, you're saying if you don't play that you're completely done with that team. I, you know, he's an owner of the team. So anyone anyone who's you know, semi-rational would look at this thing and go, no, I understand. The guy can't be 50 years old. But there's certainly a tie to the team as the owner. And there's so much more he could do, I guess. But um, yeah, some of it I, some of it I want to put, I want to hug him. You know, yeah. I want to pull him in and go, pal. You know, you're, you're, it's okay. You've had an unbelievable career, unbelievable career. Uh, but it's kind of like, well, that was over there. You know, those people aren't interested in what I did over there. They're only interested in what I'm going to do here. So, well, you and I, yeah. you know, we we both understand love of the father, and yeah, you do not want to disappoint your dad. And I, I'm actually kind of glad to hear that there's another story to this, other than the thought that I had that maybe Yager was still playing pro hockey because, well, we know his gambling stuff is well chronicled. He's, he's a gambler and we don't know how far that can go. Uh, We know it can go very far. Let's in wipe a guy out scenario. I don't think it's the scenario here, but it's something I've always had in the back of my head that maybe that's why he's still playing, that he needs the money. Right. Maybe the fact, the fact that he's still playing, uh, and uh, and he's owing it to the fact that uh, he loves his dad and respects his dad and wants his dad's team to keep going. Um, I think is great, but I bet I would bet that you know, knowing that the team is just hanging obviously by a thread, that if he leaves, like no one lives forever, this just in that the whole thing's going to fall apart when he goes. He's going to go eventually, right? Um, so if it's making him unhappy, I'm sure if his dad, if he reads this headline, I'm sure his dad would say. I mean, if he loves his son at all. It's like, don't worry about it, son. It is what it is. Yeah. Right. Can't play forever. Right. And what he did, uh, I think they have, they, they've, they've got relegation over there in that yes. league. Right. And they, they were so poor, they got relegated down a, a, a level, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, to whatever it is, stage two. Uh, and then he, then he poured it on and he, he got them back, uh, you know, to, to group one. So, um, yeah, I just, I, I, I feel totally sorry for the guy, you know. I'd heard second or third hand, too, that, that he did lose a lot of money uh, in playing the stock market. I heard he was sort of crazy guy playing the market. But right. um, he owns the team, Stevie, so, I, you know, it's like, I don't know. One, from one hand here to pay him over here, and uh, so it's, a, you know, sort of a complicated thing. But um, interesting, interesting yep. that. And assuming he's a, you know, assuming he's sort of a level-headed guy, he would know better than anyone about the, the situation over there with his team and everything, and and, and coming out saying, okay, I can't, I've got to. Otherwise, I I I wonder if sponsors uh, came to him, Stevie. This might be the obvious, and said, okay, we'll put up the bucks and sponsor your team only as long as you're going to play for them. Yeah, that sounds exactly like sounds what the situation what is. Yeah, so. And Yikes. he's playing great. You mentioned uh, that uh, um, they got to they got the championship in that second tier league that they were dropped down into. And Yager was not exactly a passenger at twelve points in nineteen games. Uh, so 
he's going to be back in the top league for the upcoming campaign. And I wonder if that plays into it as well, right? You know, it's, it's a lot harder league, obviously, and he's pushing 50 now. And so I wonder if, um, if that's got him talking in these terms, like, Oh my God, right. Go back up to the top league again. That's going to be really, really hard for a 50 year old. Anyway, he's going to be 50 come February. And, uh, Next stop is going to be, of course, the Hall of Fame. It's amazing. Like he, he played a lot of European hockey over the years, and yet he still appeared in 1,733 career NHL games and had 1,921 points. Wow. So surefire Hall of Famer for sure. But those numbers could have been even higher if he hadn't spent some time uh, playing over in Europe late in right. his career. Um, let's take a time out on the program. When we come let's back... What a great performance by Canada's Roger Sloan to keep his PGA Tour status. We'll get to that coming up after these words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Hit the road in a new 2021 model with your choice of the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. James, these are unconventional times right now. But for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. Are you getting back to life and don't have time to review your insurance policies? Do you want me to have a look at it for you and see if you're properly covered? I'll take a professional look at it and let you know what I see and you make the decisions. Text 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And compared to this time last year, the price of a single-family home in Ottawa has skyrocketed. And if you're curious to know what your home is worth in a blazing hot market like this, call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today for a free, no-obligation estimate. You'll be shocked to learn what you could get for your home and what similar homes are going for in this market. So call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today or glenwalton.com. Okay, so speaking to Jim K. Ford, yeah, Jason K., of course. Uh, Jason, we basically uh, gave him a shout out when he's on vacation up at the cottage and, uh, he wrote jungle. I'm sorry. I missed your Ottawa visit about uh, two weeks ago. I missed playing vehicle hide and seek with you. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, look forward to a beer at Warren Manor in the near future. Now round Lake beckons. So thanks for that, Jason. We appreciate that. But I thought that was a funny line that I had to squeeze in here. Yeah. The, the, the 10 second backstory is that they would always give me a car when I came to town. Uh, when I was living in Edmonton, but still doing the Ottawa show, and they give me a car, and so naturally, you you know, you pick it up at the dealership, and and I don't know why, Steve, but they expected me to return it to the dealership. The nerve, yeah. And don't I, they know I, who you are? And uh, they, I got on a plane, and they, when I got back to Edmonton, uh, the big guy phoned me and said, "Where's my car?" I just heard today you're back in Edmonton. <laughs> and I had to pause for a sec, Stevie, because I forgot where I put it. And I just, eventually he found it in one of the rental uh, rental car parking spots at the airport. Yeah. yeah. With, with no help to me. So that's the, that's the backstory there, Stevie. So, so the funny thing is, you know, Jim K. Ford, you know, they sell vehicles. They're not really in the rental business, right? No, so yeah. there wouldn't be like a little kiosk at the airport or a special reserve for Jim K. Ford for Jerome. vehicles. <laughs> or Jerome, exactly. Uh, anyway. All right. Uh, uh, closing it out today, Canadian Roger Sloan kept his PGA Tour status with a clutch performance. Um, it was at the Wyndham Championships. It was held in Greensboro, North Carolina on Sunday. And you got to respect the guys who get it done when it's on the line. 
his he basically had to go out and I he had to put a low number down, obviously. But not only does he do that, but he gets into a playoff at the Wyndham Championship. Kevin Kisner ends up winning. And that's another storyline of this whole thing as well, in that A, it's great that another Canadian keeps his tour card, but it was, I think, a record tying six guys in the playoff. How nutty was that? Well, it was, yeah, I was watching with uh, uh, bated breath, man, uh, to see that. You know, I, I just made a list here, Stevie, mm-hmm. um, of how how good Canadian golf is right now, how 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 fantastic it is with the amount of guys. And I'll, I'll just bang these names off, okay? There's Roger Sloan, of course, who you brought up. There's Taylor Pendrith, Ben Silverman, Mike Weir, Stephen Ames. Of course, they had a great result this week in the senior tour. Mac Hughes, we know about. Adam Hadwin was... Tied for tenth, Sloan was uh, you know got in that playoff. Um, then you've got David Moreland, who was on the PGA, who's now on the Senior Tour. He was minus seven this week. Nick, Nick Taylor was T two. David Hearn, of course, has been around. Michael Glickick, Stuart McDonald, Corey Connors, Adam Hadwin, Mac Hughes. I mean, g- golf's never been better, man, to be a Canadian fan uh, of it. So um, great, great stuff, you know, but. But that's eight guys, eight guys in all on the PGA Tour. That's amazing when you think about all these freaks of nature in American sites where these kids are golf course rats from the time they're five years old and they get all the best lessons and their dad was wealthy and they get to play biggest thing of all year round in these warmer climes. And so yeah. the fact that we have eight Canadians in, on the PGA Tour, the best in the world, is amazing. Yeah, and there's no doubt, Stevie, there's... You know, the, everyone talks about the pressure in golf. You know, to make to make the putt, to make the cut, to win the Masters, to uh, trying to keep your card. And um, there's no doubt, there's no doubt that trying to keep your card, having to play on that final day, like Roger Sloan had to, to play on that final day, to stay in the top 20, 125, to keep your full status for the next year, is the is the biggest pressure of them all. You right. know, because you got nothing, man. If you don't make it, and so often, Stevie, how often do we see uh, wrap-ups from the week that was in golf? With okay, this is uh, this is Gerald Gallardo here, who no one knows, but but here's his story. See this two and a half foot putt he has right here, and it lips out. Oh yeah, yeah. his career's over. Yeah, yeah. He's, I, he's well, done. That was Joe Daly, the the brutal lip out at the 2000 PGA Tour Q School. I don't know if you yeah. ever saw that. Like it was this lip outs. We've all had lip outs. Every golfer yeah. knows what that is. So we've all had the full 360 or even more. The ball just decides it's just going to take a drive around the hole for a few laps and then say, I'm not going in. Right. With Joe Daly, he makes this putt. He's on the PGA Tour. If right. he misses it, he's not. And it was only a malfunction. Like the ball went in the hole, but hit the metal part of the cup, which must have been in- installed incorrectly and came right out. And he just absolutely took his hat off and spiked it on the green. Right. But uh, that is the cruelty of the sport. Right. And, and so, you know, that's, that's what, what we, we get to see, you know, all the time. Because that's people's like a car accident. People are going to want to see it. Now, conversely, Roger Sloan. What a, what a great story then this yep. weekend. You know, to, he's, got, he's got a place high. And uh, so then we get to see that, you know, where they go. Okay, now look at this guy. He shot four under on the final round. He's Canadian, so he's got his status for next year. Bravo, yeah. man. Bravo. So yeah, so good. And, and this is a guy that plowed through, right? This is not Jordan Spieth, 
where he leaves university, goes right under the PGA Tour, and he's awesome right away. This is one of those stories where a guy has had to slug it out mm-hmm. down on the McKenzie Tour and the Web.com Tour. The guy's right. not 24. He's 34 and only just now kind of establishing himself on the tour and had to hang on for dear life in the in the Wyndham to, and, and played well at just the best time. So love those stories. Cool. Let us take our leave. Any final thoughts today, James? Uh, Stevie, I do. Okay, good. Okay, I do. Um, you know how, you know, I've invented great moves, Stevie, that I've helped a good listener. Okay, I've helped everyone out there. Dance moves? With, well, uh, the, 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 uh, how to, how to, how to go for a leak on a golf course. Okay. That's oh, yeah, always, right. that's their yeah. all time favorite. Okay. I, I give, I give, I give, I give, I mm-hmm, give. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's the middle. We've talked about this before, Stevie. The, the airplane middle seat etiquette. Okay. Right. You got the three seats. Uh, so someone gets stuffed in the middle. Okay. You know, obviously there's an arm on each side of the guy's seat, uh, in the middle seat. So does he get both, does he get both arms, Stevie, with the elbows, okay, with the sit down? No. Okay. So, uh, I'm okay with that. I got the aisle seat and the dude right away gives it. Okay. There's okay. You get the elbow, Steve. Okay. You get the elbow on there. So I can either squeeze in, I can put my elbow in front of his. Or I can put it in behind, right? Do you understand? Yeah, if he places shares his elbow on the shared arm of mine. Then I've got okay. You can't cover the whole arm, Steve. You can't go forearm and hand across the whole arm. Right. Okay, that's one thing. So he does that, but I straightened that out. Okay, as I'm helping you, just a little nudge with your elbow, right? A little look down. Okay. So that's fine, Stevie. So I cleared that up. So I got a little piece of the arm. Okay. Uh, so then dude, Stevie, dude, pulls his uh, tray table down, okay, to get some sleep and rocks his head into the seat in front of him. So he's doing the lean over, Steve, okay, the sleep lean over. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. Okay, he does the sleep lean over. That's all fine and dandy, Steve, till the left knee, okay, comes way out into my space. Oh, no, good. No, the good. The full knee and Stevie and... He's got the twitch going. Okay, he's sleeping, but got the twitch, the bouncing knee. He's okay. got the jimmy legs. Well into my territory, Stevie. Well into my area, into my zone. Now what do you do? The guy's sleeping. I sort of put a little pressure. That's not working. Here's the move, folks. Okay. Do you want it, Steve? It's 100% fail proof. Okay, I do want it then. Okay. You just reach down, Stevie, and place your hand on the guy's thigh. Nice. Okay, with a little squeeze. How are you doing? Okay, a little squeeze, okay? You don't need to go high thigh, just above the knee. Put your hand on there, okay? And you can pretend you're sleeping. You just give it a little squeeze. Okay? And you want to enhance it if you, if you ask, ask the question, is this going to happen? Yeah. Is this, are you going to continue with this? Okay. No, no. Is this going to happen? Are we going to... Are we going to <laughs> Stevie, <laughs> why do you take things too far? Okay, so that... Steve, what happened automatically is the guy snaps up, okay, shocked into action. The table tray goes up, and he crosses his knees, Stevie, in the middle seat. Love it. Okay? Locks the left over top the right. Beautiful move. What would be even better is if you have your brother traveling with you and he's he's playing the far side wing and uh (laughs) and he could go through go into his maniac routine. I will cut you. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
I give it's again. Tough. Mark it down in the uh, on the list of Jerome tips. Yeah, I don't okay. want to do that. All right, I'll start it. I would rather. I would. I mean, I love the story, but I would rather sit there in discomfort. And then I just spilled water all over the place. This is how oh, uncomfortable no. you've made me now. My, <laughs> my keyboard's all wet. Damn it. Anyway. Don't touch my knee. Uh, with that, we'll take our leave, and I've got to get a mop. And uh, we want to remind everybody that our website is stevewproject.com. If you have any questions about the show, there is where you should head to find answers. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Our email address is stevewproject at outlook.com. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.